Welcome to Time Played 3HR, a podcast where we play video games for three hours at a time. My name is Louis. And my name is Lockie, and this week, Louis, I got to play three hours of uh, the first Resident Evil. Resident Evil 1. Mm hmm. Director's Cut. Yeah, the full. <laughs> dual, it, dual shock support. It's got a slapper, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Is that what uh, the extended yeah. edition included? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's do it. Hi. Hey. Hi. How you doing? I love video games. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Great. And I tell you what, if you out there love video games, you're in the right place because oh. this is the premium El Primo oh. video game podcast out there. Practice one or showing two. Showing Spanish there. Huh. <laughs> is that Primo? Primo. Um, <laughs> how you doing, buddy? Uh, so this week you got me to play Resident Evil. Yeah, the first, the first one. one. <laughs> so you've been playing the second one, PS4 remastered, correct? Yeah, it's not remastered, it's a remake, like a complete remake. Uh, okay. If you catch my drift. Like a remastered is like they uprised it, but it's Resident Evil 2 remake. It's like a complete remake. Okay. It, all new assets, all it, new everything. All... Yeah, different, different. It's over the shoulder camera angle, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I've played that as we talked about briefly on another episode some time ago. Um, and then I just kind of wanted to explore the rest of the series. And I have dabbled. I have dabbled in it before. I've played a little bit of four. Um, I have played one and it's remake, no remaster, which is also kind of a remake. That's one of those like, in between ones. Um, yeah. It can be tricky to nail down that remake remaster re. Yeah. Um, the four hours. A little bit. Do you remember the four hours? What was it? Three hours. <sighs> what is what? No. What is this? Reduce, reuse, recycle, recycle. <laughs> so three hours. And there may have been another one, which <laughs> remake <laughs> and re and remaster. <laughs> yeah. Reduce, reuse, recycle, and remaster. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Um. Yeah. So I played a little bit of the first one and. It's remake slash remaster. Um, and I thought it would be a good opportunity because I don't know. I don't know about what your exposure is to the series, yeah. but, you know, it's known as one of the first horror games of its kind. And it's a big deal and people love it and hate it sometimes. And I thought it'd be a good one to chat about. Yeah, and I think it was a good choice. Uh, so straight off the bat, my uh, understanding of the series going in is pretty little, I think. One of my biggest uh, understanding came from the Wii remaster of four. Was is that correct? Yeah, um, yeah that, it was yeah. one of the early early Wii games. Joe bought it, and I remember going to his house, and he was playing it, and he was telling me it was good. Uh, and mm-hmm. I saw him play a little bit, so there was that. And then, other than that, Resi Four is good. The demo of Resi Seven. I love Res- saying Resi's no. great. No, no, Resi Seven's good. Yeah, I thought you, I thought you said six. No, no, no. Um, yeah. You know the one that came out not long ago, last year, yeah. and I was actually very tempted by. 
Yeah. But um, didn't buy it. And I think if I was still at uni playing with my friends, like playing games, because uh, we used to sometimes play horror games, like that would have been a great game to play with someone else. But I just mm-hmm. don't think mm-hmm. I could do seven mm-hmm. by myself uh, yeah. because it's scary. And we'll take this over now to Resi 1. <laughs> with the opening which is it just threw me for six because you know my whole <laughs> understanding of the franchise was that it was a serious horror game series that was pretty respected and then the intro to resi one is insane but yeah i mean it was is a horror it's a respected horror series that also launched in the 90s so, <laughs> so it's like complicated uh, yeah as to, as I mean, to its resident quality. evil has movies as well Bad movies. Bad movies. Have you seen them? No, <laughs> definitely um, not. I would have. I've seen. I would have brought I've that seen, up. I think I've seen. I think I've seen two of them. I've seen the first one, and then one of the like later, more ridiculous ones. I mean, they're all ridiculous, but the first one's kind of enjoyable. They have like three anyway. D elements, don't they? Or like not three D. I mean, just like a bad CGI. Is that correct? Oh or yeah. Thinking of something else. Oh, they're filled with bad CGI. Okay. They're like cheap action movies okay anyway talking of cheap action movies uh for anyone who hasn't seen the intro uh to resident evil one it is something else it's basically so what they did was they designed these video game characters first off you know in my head this is how it worked. step one design video game characters step two get in actors to then cosplay as mm-hmm. those designed video game characters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's it's like just bad cosplayers um, in terrible the like, homemade is, outfits. The direction is incredible, and it's it's the, like the worst acting you've ever seen. It's like B-rate well, movie until, spoof, yeah. horror spoof, live action. It's the worst acting. It's the worst acting you've ever seen until you stop playing the actual game, <laughs> and then it's the worst acting you've ever seen. Well, I mean, the voice is like, "Don't open that door." <laughs> You're yeah. like, "Jeez, there was." So I mean. The game itself and the gameplay was all very good and spooky and uh, immersive, except all like this any attempt at any storytelling through uh, delicious, I think, is the know, word acting or for. narrative just sumptuous. Jesus the voice acting is so it's, Christ, it's it um, it is famous for, of course, um, <laughs> I'm not surprised, um, for its voice acting. Um, it has some very famous, like. Um, over over said lines um, that happened within the first few moments. Um, so the most famous one is uh, Barry. Barry has a lot of corkers. Um, he says to Jill, I think she get moves out of the way of something. I don't remember what, but he says, oh, you could have been a Jill sandwich, <laughs> um, which is a classic. And the other one is... Um, You've heard Master of Unlocking, right? You you know that one. I, that I one. don't know that one. Um, he he gives her a lockpick, and he says, "Oh yeah, um, Jill, you the master of unlocking can take this pick, um, or whatever." Right. So it's it's got a lot, it's got a lot of great lines. It does. Um, <laughs> well, my my favorite line that I made note of here is uh, a little bit into the game. You come across uh, Kenneth from Bravo Team who basically the story of Resident Evil 1, uh, you're a uh, sort of a military team trying to find a 
different military team called Bravo team who had uh, had a helicopter crash in this area and you're trying to find them and there's like a zombie outbreak mm-hmm. uh, and you take, you sort of take refuge in this big mansion and that's where the story unfolds and you find Kenneth's body and uh, it's as you'd imagine in a zombie game it's a f- body on the floor ripped apart you're obviously super dead and like delimbed <laughs> and the main guy goes he's become a mere shadow of himself yeah <laughs> it's, like, it's excellent yeah. he hasn't become a shadow of himself he's just <laughs> very dead he's just been eaten by a zombie just, it's not like it, uh, it's like he's recessed into his shell and it's become very no <laughs> he's very dead <laughs> yeah some good stuff Oh, I think and no, I think like the first line dialogue is Chris, Jill, and Wesker walk into the mansion, and then Chris says, Wow, what a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, okay. you know, I got no, I got no problems with that. <laughs> he's he uh, and he's not wrong. What a mansion. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's quite a mansion. It's a, a real mansion. A labyrinth it's, of a mansion. So it's it takes place in a mansion. Uh and what a mansion. I mean, I'm sure you could describe it better than me, but for anyone who hasn't hasn't played Resident Evil 1, it's kind of like a survival horror sort of crossed with a point-and-click puzzler mm. crossed mm. with a bit of bit of gunplay. And it's, that's about it. Um, and you walk through a massive mansion, and the mansion, I think, is actually really good because uh, it's it's very weird. The space yeah. itself, it's a very weird mansion. There's a lot of corridors that don't lead anywhere. Uh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No, it's, you know, you go through a door and then the shape of that room has no correlation to the rest of the space around yeah. it. So, you know... Um, yeah. Yeah, so basically you'll just be walking down corridor after corridor after corridor. It's very weird and very unpractical in every way. So that kind of is... Spooky. It's like 90% corridor. <laughs> oh, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's... It is... It's in no way. It's bizarre space. It's interesting how... Um, yeah, so what it basically affects up creating a sort of maze-like feeling. Um, and the point-and-click elements are like... Um, basically most of the puzzles are, how do I get to this room? How do I get through this door into this room? Um, where I'm hoping some progress will be made if I get in this room. Mm. Um, and the doors are sort of locked by different keys that you have to find. And they have like emblems on, so like sword shields, um, armor and armor as the game refers. Um, um, and you need to find these keys so, like, if you imagine the person that once lived in this mansion would lock all the doors <laughs> every night with every night with a million different keys, and then they would hide the keys within other objects that resembled what the key represented, um, uh, and such and such and such. Um, is that right? So it's 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 um and also include nuts. weird spooky puzzles like and death death traps also. <laughs> there, I don't. Think- <laughs> there are some like. Did you not come across any? Uh, I don't think I came across any death traps. I mean, there's that did the you, plant. Did which, you get the shotgun? No. I got some shotgun okay. shells, though. So there's a... Um, 
there's a you walk through this like weird square room and like what is this weird square room and then you just go straight it's a t- tiny room and then you go into like a living room area um I, I and drew on the a wall sorry yeah continue on the wall is a shotgun okay um and if you take the shotgun off the wall uh, a lever clicks and then when you go back into that weird square room the ceiling starts to fall on you um, so what you have to do to get the shotgun um, is, I think, find a like a fake shotgun to replace it. Oh, um, okay. Um, which is like very common. I think that that's like in like every Resident Evil game or something. Okay. Um, it's a good system. Um, yeah. So it has like a lot of a lot of sort of traps like that. And there's the shield. Did you see the shield? No. That's another one. With the, did you play the piano? No. I, I, oh, I don't remember a piano. I so I played as Chris. Um, yep. Did you put? Had you played both sides? Because uh, you can pick multiple characters. You can pick Chris yeah. or what's her name? Jill. Jill. Um, so Jill Valentine. I started as Jill. Didn't get very far. Died. Jill's. Jill's got. I think she has less inventory space and less health. I don't believe it because uh, Chris has six inventory inventory spaces. Maybe she has more, but less health. That's definitely a minus. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah. Anyway, I did die as her. Uh, two mm-hmm. dogs smashed through windows, which was a by fan. far the most scared I was during. And arguably yeah. the only time that I was scared. Yeah. Uh, from, well, jump scare scared uh, from the entire game. Um, and they killed me. I also had no sort of grasping of the controls at that point. So it was yeah. fairly difficult to survive. Um, and then restarted up as Chris because there was no sort of there's, saving is brutal in this game, mm-hmm. um, especially if you don't know what you're doing. You have to find ink and then take that ink to a typewriter, and then you can save by expending it's one so, of the inks. It's so interesting hearing you talk about this stuff because, like, um, obviously, Resident Evil is like a very famous series, yeah. and people like love it, yeah. Um, and so, and I hadn't, I haven't really invested much time into it, but I did sort of know some of these elements. Like, I know, oh yeah, Resident Evil has that like weird saving mechanic where like you have to, you use up ink to save and you only have a certain amount of saves. Yeah. Or like, it's interesting that you have not come across this like at all. Yeah. So this must've been quite a good, pretty good experience for you to like see all this stuff firsthand. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it, cool. it makes me though, consider now you saying that it makes me think like, I shouldn't be explaining this stuff. No, no, it's, no. I like. I think it's interesting because, like, there are people that like Oliver Ritkin. They won't know any of this sure. stuff, and then also the people that do get to like. It's true. It, it's always hear, fun. Here, you come at it from a fresh perspective. Yeah, that, and I think that's something that uh, everybody loves. I love watching people react to stuff that I like. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, uh, but fortunately, the emulator has an inbuilt save. Did you cheat? Yeah, I had, I had to. Do. <laughs> I had to. Um, That's fair. So I, I, I didn't intend to at first, but I couldn't figure out how to save because it doesn't explain it to you. Mm. Uh, you just sort of have mm. to sort of discover that for yourself. Um, and I tried to save and couldn't figure it out. And when mm-hmm. there was one in front of me, I was just like, yep, save. Mm-hmm. Lockdown. Mm. Um. Yeah, uh, but uh, so I played as Chris after I died, and um, his route, I didn't see a piano. 
Interesting. I don't know if it's because I think I went a different. I didn't go down that corridor with the dogs as Chris because it was locked, and I obviously wasn't the master lock picker. So um, I didn't go down that route. So maybe the piano wasn't down that route. You get a you get the sword key. I never got the sword key. Uh you get it. Like it's one of the first things I got was the sword key. That's interesting. Yeah. No, I I, um, I didn't get any of the sword or armor keys. Okay. Okay. Did you meet Rebecca? I did. I did meet okay. Rebecca. Um, and I thought it was interesting that she asked you if she can help you and if she can come with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, said yes. And then mm-hmm. she's like, okay, let me get ready. And then she yeah, just disappeared. <laughs> so the piano is a really great moment. Um, really, like, surreal. I mean, this whole game is very surreal. Um, but... Um, you come into this like sort of lounge bar area and it has this grand piano in it and you find some sheet music behind a bookcase. Okay. And then you, you use the sheet music on the piano and then it says, Chris can't read music. Um, but then Rebecca walks in the door and she can read music. Okay. And she's like, Oh, it's moonlight Sonata. So it's like Beethoven's moonlight Sonata or whatever. Sure. And she plays, she plays that, but she can't play it very well. Right. (laughs) Um, She's not there. She doesn't really remember how to play, read music very well. Okay. And and then she says, "Do you mind if I stay here and practice?" For, for some reason, <laughs> she's like, "The perfect time. I'm gonna I'm gonna brush up a little on my <laughs> piano skills." Um, and then Chris, you can choose. You get to choose again. Do you want her to stay here and practice or something? Like, or whatever. And then if you say yes, this is a really cool moment where like she just practices and she plays it quite badly. Um, obviously. So she's like stumbling over the keys and like restarting and stuff. And you can hit, when you leave the room, you can still hear her playing. It's, nice. it's a really nice moment. Yeah. Um, and then you return and then she's like, I've got it. And then um, she plays it properly and that opens a door. That's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I missed all that. I, I mean, it's really hard to know how far I got in this game. I think it's, you spend a lot of time sort of psyching yourself up to going through these corridors for one uh you also Mm. spend a lot of time trying out every possible route and going the route with the least zombies so you know i'd go to a corridor it would be full of zombies so then i'd leave that entire section and try a different route because i wasn't at that point ready to deal with those zombies yeah because this um this game's pretty brutal um, especially if you take into account the save system, you basically, on average, you could take about three hits. Um, and it's just, if you run into a zombie in these very tiny corridors, they grab you, you take a hit, and then they sort of back off and you can run away. Yeah. Um, and it takes, it takes like between four and ten shots to kill them. Um, and you don't have a lot of ammo. So this game is like pr- quite a challenge and you have to think more It's more about running away than it is about killing things. And although I was actually fairly relieved, I ended up playing this game on beginner by accident. uh, So I don't know what that change is and Mm. um, how that affected my game. But uh, I'd be curious to know. Yeah, it was was a total accident. I intended to go standard, but of course, circle being accept on PlayStation 1 meant that when I tried to go back, I ended up clicking uh, accept Uh, and went through and was like, it's fine. I'll play on beginner. Um, yeah, I kind of want to play on beginner cause I, I got pretty stuck. Yeah. Uh, so I think most zombies took about four shots. 
Uh, one of my favorite things in this game is how <laughs> the zombies sometimes fall before they die. Uh, mm. And so they'll be dead on the floor, but then you're not sure if they're dead because even if they fall to the floor, they'll collapse in like a pool of blood. Uh, but you don't know if they're dead and they might bite you when you walk past them. So you end yeah. up like, like slowly itching forward with your knife and <laughs> just like spam stabbing the floor uh, <laughs> to make sure they're dead. So you, you can, you know, you can shoot downwards, right? Yeah, of course. But uh, yeah, ammo. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Uh, but it got Hello. to the point in this game where I actually felt like I was fine for ammo because you, find, oh, you yeah. find the chest and it had two clips. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's 60 shots. And, you know, I found a couple of uh, See, clips. My, my two clips, I had clips of 15. Okay, there you go. So I had twice the ammo. Yeah. Um, twice the ammo would be super helpful. <laughs> yeah, it was It was great. It was great. I, yeah. I didn't run yeah. out. <laughs> so I was constantly, I was constantly out. Oh, it's um, awful. When you're out of ammo, it's just like, Jesus, like, how am I gonna, I, like, I basically, I basically stopped playing because I felt like I couldn't basically get to where I needed to go without dying. Right. Um, uh, it was like, I got to get to the end of this corridor in between me and the end of this corridor is three zombies in this tiny narrow hallway. Um, and I have no ammo and I'm on like caution health. Right. Uh, um, so I just basically couldn't do it. And that, that's um, never a fun experience. Yeah. And it, but I, it's interesting because like that For is people like actually, us, I should say <laughs> that is, yeah, that is, um, uh, that is what like survival horror, I guess, started off as. Yeah, I, I, Whereas now, like, uh, it's it's sort of like pretending that it's survival horror. Like even like Resident Evil Two remake, like it's still like you can never get yourself into that situation where it's just like oh, it's all over. Like I just have to restart the game. Um, but in Resident Evil One, you can definitely just be like, crap. There's no way I can get to the place I need to get to. I mean, it's all these old games, isn't it? It's just a thing of the times when games were harder. Yeah, I mean, even just, like modern ones, so I mean, the not that I've played them, but, uh, oh, damn, what are they called? The uh, Alien games. Uh, Alien? Oh, no, we have to stop them from taking over the world, the uh, turn base. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Into the Breach? No. Oh, my <laughs> word, what, That's that, what are they called? That is... Where aliens invade the world, and you have to set up a squad... You played them. Yeah. XCOM. XCOM. Yeah. Uh, so like XCOM, that's the sort of game where that can still happen. Games like that. Uh, and people do still yeah. make these games. I think probably much less because they probably, I would guess don't make as much money and maybe I mean, aren't I think, in fashion I think, as much. I think they made them uh, roguelikes. Right. I think they made them run based because then it doesn't matter if you have that, like you can make that part of the experience. Yeah. True. True. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's Versus not it's not as narrative like, based, is it? Those games can yeah. play out differently, whereas a game like Resident Evil One won't really play yeah. out differently in any way. And I, it's such it is so brutal when you game over and you don't even get like a continue or retry; it just boots straight out to the <laughs> to the uh, menu mm-hmm. screen, and it, like it shows the uh, the logos and everything. It's like, oh man, that sucks. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this game was pretty brutal, though. Um, doesn't explain anything. And I definitely died a couple times. I had to reboot it up a few times. Uh, often things that were just hard to hit and, like, super awkward. For anyone who doesn't know, the controls in this game 
are super awkward mm-hmm. to move you it's like a, it's like a halo warhog <laughs> you press forward to go forwards and then right and left to turn but uh pressing sideways by itself doesn't do anything is that mm. what that is tank controls yeah you've got forward back left turn and turn pivot pivot yeah pivot <laughs> yeah. um yeah that's uh that was Resident Evil. Um the best thing about this game is the uh loading animations. Yes, and uh the fact that it took me a while to even pick up that that's what was going on means really? it definitely well, I just wasn't really thinking about it. You know, it just sort of do this door and it was I think in my head, but it, I knew it was a loading screen, but I wasn't like, "Oh, this is a loading screen" until I sort of clocked that that's what was going on. Yeah. So that was nice. Uh, I think that was very well done. I thought they actually looked quite good. The stairs one is yeah. great, where you start climbing the, stair, the stairs. The stairs is very cool. Um, I had a great moment as well where the zombie in the closet. Yeah, you know that bit where you yeah, it sort of cuts to an awkward angle, and you know there's going to be a zombie in the closet, and yeah. it jumps out at you. But I have this weird memory of a kid about someone telling me about a game where a zombie jumped out of a closet. And I'm not sure uh-huh. if it is Resident Evil or... That could be a lot of games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I got there and I'm like, there's a zombie in that closet. And I'm like, someone told me about this. Mm. I was like, someone from my childhood prepped me for this very moment. And uh, lo and behold, there was. Mm. Uh, I have a question. Mm. Uh, when did voice acting in games become good? Um. I would say, for the most part, not until PlayStation 3 era. You reckon? Uh, maybe there's a couple of instances on PS2, but like for the most part, PlayStation 3 was when you started to get some good examples of voice acting. Right. I mean, I'd be interesting, interested to know a little about... That's just my opinion. Voice, <laughs> a little bit about some early voice actors yeah. and their experience with... Uh, well, I think one of the, one of the big things to bear in mind with like early game development is that it was still very Japanese centric. Yeah. So you have Japanese developers who probably aren't writing the best script in the world anyway because they're just game design, not just, but they're game developers, not script writers. Um, then writing a script in Japanese, then like Finding they're like someone. just sending that off somewhere, and someone's just quickly recording it. Yeah. Um, one of the other games I want to recommend us uh, to play is Silent Hill 2, okay. um, which is notoriously like insane voice acting. And I think actually it's a really good thing about it. It's, it really adds to the ambience. Um, but I know that it's like it's got like three or four characters, and they were just people, because it was developed by a Japanese team, it was, they were just three Americans living in tokyo at the time oh really they just they're like and they had i don't think they had like any acting skill they just sort of found them oh that's incredible um and it's just so bad Uh, but wonderful it's really good too that sounds right up my street yeah let's do that um but yeah no i was thinking about that and uh it's definitely something that i probably might look into just about early voice acting yeah, it is interesting. It is weird. It's a weird thing. I mean, because it's not. It's just something you you don't really experience it like that anywhere else. No, not that bad. Not that bad, especially in well, 
not that bad in the best examples of that form. Mm. You know, so I mean, let's take animation. There's obviously lots of bad act, voice acting and animation. Uh, but mm-hmm. when you think of the best animations, they're always done pretty well, I feel like. Sure. Whereas video games, very much not the case. I mean, you take the greatest video game of all time, uh, Just Cause 2, mm-hmm. and just, you know, speak well, for itself. Voice acting is great in that too. So. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, the worst thing about this game, though, was inventory management. Yeah, nightmare. Nightmare. <laughs> Uh, you know, it got to the so weapons take up three slots. You had gun, uh, ammo, and knife taking up half of yeah. your inventory slots. And then at one point, I had three keys in my other three yeah. slots. I'm like, great. <laughs> you know, there was a bunch yeah, of things that I couldn't pick up on the floor. It's, and I just um, couldn't. Definitely the first time I played Resident Evil. I was picking everything up and you quickly learn that actually it's fine to just leave stuff and get it from the floor when you need it. Sure. But in this game, it's just, it's such like an unnecessary hassle because it doesn't add anything making you, Mm. I mean, especially with the keys, those could definitely be put on a key ring. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Come on. Yeah, they could stack. They could stack. They don't even have to stack. They're just like their own separate thing. There is no way a key should take up a space when you know so i have a question yeah i just realized something you said you had three keys yeah um were any of them like golden yeah so one of the things that really screwed me up the first time i played resident evil that made it kind of unplayable and this is something that is true in almost all of them at least the traditional ones right is one of the mechanics is examining the objects you pick up okay and when you examine the object, you can, like, flip it around in the little item viewer. Right. Um, and then if you... And basically, you have to find the thing that, like, makes it an interesting object. So for the golden key, oh. if you had flipped that over and pressed X, he would say, oh, there's a sword symbol on this key. Really? Okay, interesting. Um, and, then you, and then you'd be able to use that key on all the doors that said that has a sword emblem on it. You know what's kind of insane? I actually considered what? doing that, but I didn't do it. Yeah. Because it's actually yeah. got a so really good in-game 3D model viewer. <laughs> yeah. When you pick up all the objects, you can like examine them and turn them around. And in my head, yeah. that was kind of just a way to show off their uh, technical capabilities and being mm-hmm. able to look at these nicely modeled 3D objects in your inventory. Uh, and I wondered, I wonder if there's anything on any of these items. And one of the keys, I remember thinking, oh, I wonder if there's like anything on the back. But I didn't do anything about it. So that's one of the keys. But yeah. it, I never I never got to a point where I ran out of places to go until I think the very, okay. very end. Um, right. So I had one small key. Where were key. you at the very end? Uh, I had pretty much explored everything. I think some of the main things I'd done was found Rebecca. You killed that plant. Mm-hmm. Um, got yeah three keys, cleared out all the zombies that I'd seen. Um, yeah, mm. I think pretty much explored everything that um didn't require those keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quite a lot more to see, I reckon. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
I don't know. I felt like I uh, played a fair amount of it. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is quite a bit more. I drew a map as well to keep myself from getting lost. (laughs) You didn't find the map? (laughs) No, I found the map, but I didn't think it was any good. No? And that was only the first floor map. Yeah, that's true. I needed a second floor map. I started on the second floor. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I love drawing maps. Yeah, me too. It's very fun. It is. It's very, very satisfying and rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool, you got anything else to add? No. Um, Resident Evil 1's a cool game. Yeah, I enjoyed it. That's it. It's, it's a real treat booting up the emulator. Yeah. In my opinion. Because you know, I've got to plug in the hard drive, which has the emulator and the games on, and then plug in the control on the other end, flip the laptop up, sit back. It's very satisfying. I actually... Um, I Well, I started playing it on... Uh, my PlayStation 2. I bought a PlayStation 1 copy of it. Okay. Wow. And put it on my little TV. Um, and uh, it wasn't, it was like fine, except that like it, the the movement felt a little off. Um, and then I realized I couldn't aim my gun and, I, and it occurred to me that my controller was broken. Oh, uh, okay. Um, then I found another controller and I was like, great. So I used that and I was like, oh, it worked perfectly. Um, and then I tried to save my game, and it couldn't find the memory card. Um, so then I was like, "Well, I have to be able to save my game, otherwise, I'm never making it anywhere." Yeah, of course. Um, so then I just, yeah, I just played it on an emulator. Ah, good anyway. stuff. Um, good stuff. Good choice. What am I? Uh, what am I? What am I? What am I playing well, this week? This week. You want a clue? Yep. It is a remastered game. A remastered, a remastered game. Reduce, reuse, recycle, remastered. and remaster. <laughs> another clue? Uh, I need another clue. Yeah, that's, that's uh, quite a few of those. You could say it's a flavor of the month game. Is it? You're saying it's like free on PlayStation Plus right now? Well, <laughs> interpret the clues however you want to, bud. <laughs> Uh, is it Resident Evil 1 Remastered? Is that for <laughs> no. Plus right now? No. I played a little bit of that today. No, it's not that. Uh, final clue. It's a, uh, like Resident Evil, a mammoth franchise. Even more mammoth. Um, even more mammoth? Yeah. And it's remastered. It's a remaster of a game that isn't that old. It's uh, PS3 360. Oh. I believe. And it's on PlayStation Plus. Possibly. If that's how you want to interpret <laughs> it. Please. Uh, you'll have to tell me because you'll have to tell me. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. Yeah, I did download that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we get to play that. How long is that game? Five hours? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, if they have the online as well, though, we could play some online. Yeah, I think it does. I think it does. Yeah, I assume it does. That's what, yeah, that's what I'll play a little. Play. <laughs> yeah, play a little online. Yeah, all right, sweet. That'll be good. Cool. Um, I did. Um... Tell me something about this podcast. Uh, it's wicked. 
and it goes up every Monday on SoundCloud and iTunes and your Google platforms. Uh, and yeah, you got anything else to add? That's it. That's it. No, that's it. You've covered it. Alright, good stuff. Peace. Um, bye. Later.